Hello everyone and welcome to Comment Below, a podcast where we talk about the subject of the week, but more importantly, what you have been commenting below. Ben and I delve into the mess that is social media, finding stories you may or may not have heard about. Isn't that right, Ben? That's correct, Alex, we do. We have questions on our social media pages that you can answer for us, which people have been doing. I mean, this is our first public episode, so they've all come out live now. So all the comments have obviously been flooding in. Oh, yeah. Big time. questions that we've already answered. Um, So someone else has commented on the what was your comfort show? Gilmore Girls. Criminal Minds. Mrs. Doubtfire as a film. What do you think about them? Gilmore Girls. I know lots of people rewatch Gilmore Girls quite a lot. I've not, I've not watched it. I've watched Mrs. Doubtfire, but I haven't watched that in years. I remember it being very good. I remember it being a fun romp. And to the question, um, what do you pay for that you have to pay for, but you kind of begrudge mm. paying for? Someone said um, taxes, number one. Any type of repair on my car or home also bugs me. Now, I remember, I remember we saw this after we recorded the last episode and I said to you, because uh, I was racking my brains for something, and it's like, yes, clearly one of the most annoying things in the whole wide world, because I'm not even mechanically minded, is when something goes wrong mechanically, mm-hmm. um, the boiler breaks. Yeah, just... Or plumbing. I know that's not mechanical, but that kind of stuff too. The heating's not working. We, we had to ask... <laughs> no, we didn't ask. We, we went on YouTube to, to learn how to bleed a radiator. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like such a fool, a fool. You just buy this tiny little 60p key and it's very, very Stuff simple. like that I saw on Reddit. And Reddit is like my new main social media as well, by the way. Because Twitter X is just annoying me. Facebook's dying. Instagram mm-hmm. is just pictures. I'm now finding myself spending more time on Reddit as a social media. I, I've got Reddit on my phone and I've used Reddit a few times too. Mm-hmm. And I must admit, I do. I've read it. The culture of Reddit, I think, is kind of... Nice, sir. Yeah, it's kind of um, cooled down a little bit. It used to be quite hot and everyone used to be angry all the time, but it's kind of cooled down a little bit. We don't have a Reddit. Maybe we should set up a Reddit. Maybe. That's an idea. Um, we are, though, on X, at comment below pod. Yeah. On Instagram, at comment below underscore pod. And, of course, you can email us, commentbelowpod at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions for stories you've seen during the week, um, or you have any comments you'd like to make. That's yeah, so on Reddit, I saw there was mm. this person who I think the YouTube channel is called um, "Ask Dad How to Do It" or it's something along those or that dodge already. Love it. No, it's this guy, and he <laughs> set up this YouTube channel because he grew up um, without a father, and there was lots of all these things that we talk about: bleeding a radiator, checking, mm. changing, like you know, stuff like that. And he's made a YouTube video with loads of short videos. Each one, there's a little thing that you might say, "Dad, how would you do this?" And so that's, you know, that's, that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Good plug as well. Sexuals who live in their own houses. No, you shouldn't judge gay I, people. I'm talking about us. Oh, okay, fine. But I was going to say, not all. There's, there's a YouTube channel that we watched once and they build their own home. They, <laughs> the gays. It's true. The yeah. gays. There it's, is that TikTok where they say, I'm homosexual, I can do whatever. I plan to do without even any training. I just assume I can do it. I don't think it matters so. what your sexuality or indeed how you identify yourself in, yes. of whether you can do things or not. Like, I. Um, I'm not daddy mechanically issues. minded. It might be daddy issues because my brother and my dad are both very, very good mechanics. Mm, yeah. But I'm not that way inclined at all. However, I'm better at other things. And that's the rich tapestry of this planet. Well, Some people I, are better at other things than others. You know, when I first met you, you knew how to um, check air pressure and tyres, which I didn't. And I still can. So impressed. And oil. Check oil. Yeah. Yeah. That's two things that. I was ever, I was just taught. And I think I wasn't even taught that by my dad. I think I just taught that during Cubs when I was in the Cub Scouts 
And I think I did that as part of a badge that I had to collect, uh, to get. I hated the Cubs, but I learned how to change oil and pump up tires. Yeah, that's true. And there you go. That's the it was very good. exciting lives I've led. If people are listening to this as well, we have got a YouTube channel mm. where this is recorded. We've got our own sets. We're all here. So you can go on yeah, to the YouTube channel. Uh, you can search Comment Below Podcast or the channel is called BAM. BAM Patch. All of our podcasts that we do all in one place. Yeah, because this isn't yeah. the only podcast we no. do, actually. We also do a Faithful to the Traces podcast, which we're hoping from this day forth, because we've, you know... Look at us, we've it out here, yeah. that we may now start recording Faithful from the Traitors, which is obviously a podcast based on the TV series The Traitors. So if you enjoy that, then find us on Bad Productions on YouTube, or indeed look, look us up on Google, and you'll find the audio there as well. Right. Um, this week, I had a really annoying thing, because um, we're reading books at the moment, aren't we? Into books. <laughs> reading books at the moment. We, we, we are. It's like our, our thing that we're doing at the moment. Every night in bed. I've been reading books every night for a long time. You know, I've gotten back into it. Okay. And I got over 150 pages into a book. That I One night? No. God, no. I'm a slow reader. Yeah. We're reading at night, so I'm a bit tired. 150 pages in, and I thought, everyone's been saying how good this book is. Oh, okay. And I reread the page, reread the sentence, carried on. I thought, this is kind of jumping all over the place. This is, is really this, this book that good? Um, but I had a misprint. It took me 150 pages to realize. Well, they kept repeating the same paragraph. Yeah, because you showed it to me, and I, and I was like, "Yeah, that's repeating the same thing again." Like, oh, yeah, it's a misprint. I don't think it did at the beginning. I think like 100 pages in, something happened. But they were like, he the character was one place, and then he'd met someone else. And I thought, is this just the format of this book? I don't know. So it took me quite a long time. But well, I was really annoyed. It's like a time travel book. <laughs> it's like. But I'm pleased pages. that you changed your book because you've said to me that the book that you've now because you obviously you've had to return the book. There's the misprint. Yes, I got a refund. Amazon, thank you. Oh, so they're not taking the book back. Amazon's good they're for that, aren't they? It. Amazon's actually really good for that kind of stuff. They they don't ask you to return the item. They're just like keep the item. Mm. Here's the money. It's like you could you could easily trick the system i'm sure people have to trick I the system in the past but, but anyway um, the book you're reading now you prefer a heck of a lot better, more but that may be Pop book a misprint <laughs> who knows uh, that may be a misprint which is why i wasn't enjoying it maybe but it was first person so it was all i didn't notice it was mm. wrong so that annoyed me because 150 pages is a lot for me it's worked out best in the end because you've now got a book that you're enjoying i'm enjoying my book too not that you asked oh you what book well you read it already in fact you told uh, yeah. me to buy the book <laughs> And because I was already reading another book, I was like, well, I'll read it after I finish this book. And you were like, well, I might as well read it then. And it was like, oh, there's a reason why you you convinced me to buy it then. It's a good book. It's called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And there's a heck of a lot of computer game references in it. And I'm yeah. really, really enjoying that. But um, apart yeah, from that, it's a really good story. Chapter. So everyone says there's this one chapter. When you get to that, you have to let me know. You'll know what it is. So um, shall we begin with the podcast then? Okay. Comment below. Yeah. That's one big chapter that's fine like big bit. i just don't know what beer would be well, no, there's been a few revelations already. oh no it's not so much later okay anyway right so we've got some quick news headlines just to go over which has been happening this week mm-hmm. so obviously there was a very big story last what was it last saturday, saturday. 9 p.m channel four yeah they cleared the schedules for it they they sort of almost kind of naughtily like sort of tease they're like oh there's a big a-list celebrity that may be exposed tonight and it was it was a bit of a a guessing game for 10, 10 hours, which it was what it was a bit like when the um, leak came out that someone from the BBC had been yes uh, ba- banned. What's the word? Being sacked. Yeah, 
taken off air. And loads of people started throwing out names. Mm. There was Scott Mills, yeah. Ryland, and then it ended up being yeah. uh, Hugh. Hugh, Hugh Edwards. Yeah, so it was a bit like, mm, are you sure you're doing this? But anyway, so they did that in the Russell Brand expose. Mm. So um, he was exposed for being a sort of sex pest, rapist, all this uh, allegations going on. And, you know, we you know we love GB News here, don't we? We're, we're, we're fans this is of This breaking news. news, it's fast happening. Terror man. <laughs> um, so Bev Turner works for GB News. She's a conspiracy theorist. She's anti-vax, anti-lockdown. And obviously Russell Brand the past few years. I wonder why they hired her. <laughs> yeah. Russell Brand the past few years has sort of deviated towards that crowd on YouTube. Well, he's done, he's done like self-care and stuff like that as well, yeah. isn't he? But he's, he's, yeah. he also blames the mainstream media yeah. for the reason of his career collapse mm-hmm. in the main I know, it's like, is he really that important that the mainstream media would make all this up just there yeah, he's just a very clever person channel. you have to remember Russell Brand's actually very smart mm. and he knows exactly the way to do things and he obviously saw the future was his YouTube channel and mm. that's where he's been leaning from from the last five six seven years and it's worked for him yeah well that, yeah some people say he did that on purpose like he was he saw this was coming so three years ago he diverted this way knowing that his fans and followers would just Dark, you know, it's that dark forces. It's it's this new word, isn't it? Dun, dun, Everyone's using dun, dark forces dun, dun, at the moment. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um. So Bev Turner, before the um TV show even aired, she didn't know what was happening. It's fast. It's happening. <laughs> it is at GP News. She tweeted out, which has gone down very poorly. She said, "Establishment media don't know what to do with the fact that you have six million subscribers and generate um and creating original content." You are welcome to my GB News show anytime. You are main. We are mainstream media. GB News are they? Not sure they are. Um, but we are not establishment media. You are actually. You're just not mainstream. So I would say she's got the way around. around yeah, she's there. got the thing round. Well, there's a way. difference. Um, she says, "Keep going. This proves that you are winning. You are a hero, heart." But see, this is disgraceful. You're because a hero. As as all things that seems to be happening when there's a sexual allegation against someone, they people. <laughs> in some uh, media leanings, tend to go straight away for defending the person who's being accused rather than the people mm. who are the victims. When really, should you not should you not be earing, earing on the side of the victim? Exactly, it? yeah. That's what a lot of people say. There's a really mm. funny clip, I don't know if you saw it, but you know Andrew Pierce, who's like the who runs the Daily Mail and he also hosts GB News with her. Oh, that with like the grey that it, we saw him having boy. a massage once on the Jeremy Vine show. Yes, yeah, that was a highlight of my year. Um, actually, he actually had a big argument with her on air and like had a go at her and said, "Well, he defended." Yeah, wow. He kept bringing up COVID. She was like, "COVID." He was like, "Ah." Oh. He went, "For God's sake, every argument with you turns back to COVID. There's nothing to do with COVID. You should be supporting women." And she just stood there like, "No." He he supports um anti lockdowns and it's like it's nothing to do with that. That's nothing to do with anything. No. So Mark um Snedden on Twitter or X said apparently having millions of subscribers lifts both beyond scrutiny and the law. The only way of explaining this bizarre attempt um with her hero is that this daft brush wants him on her show. So she's basically is that's what she's saying. She's like you have six million um subscribers, so you can't be. Mm. It's like, what has that got to do with it? It's People not... like you, so you must be a good person. It's like that weird thing where you're turning everything political, even though it's not. It's like he's well, been accused of sexual, mm, um, like deviance. Like, like that's not like, oh, well, you're left though, or you're right. There's nothing to do with it. No, it's not I mean, a political it's... issue. No, this is exactly. not a political issue at all. This is not mm. a political issue. This is a uh, scruples issue of what 
that person has done and whether they sh should be rightly pointed toward mm. punished for doing so. It's that also, thing that everyone is just left or right. It's like so black and white now. Oh, no, I agree. Stuff like this. You, like, I accuse you of that sometimes, yeah. though. You're very quick to dislike someone just because they, for instance, had... Well, that guy we were just talking about, the one um, who who's the editor of the Daily Mail. Andrew Clearly, yeah. he, there, there's an example there. Like, he's... You would immediately say, oh, I disagree with everything he says. But there's I always going to be hints of bits that you don't disagree with, which is what... Broke wrong. clock. It's right twice a day, once a day, twice yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah, well, that means it's going to be wrong <laughs> the rest of the time. Yeah. And the, the thing that's is, Andrew Pierce. The, the thing is, is that that's 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 the problem with what. And I, this is a this is an over um, sourced case. Those people say it. That's the problem with social media. You're either this or you're either that. And if you're you can't be in the middle camp. And mm. unfortunately, that's what's happening. Um, but it's ridiculous. With, that something like this issue shouldn't be. Oh no! This this isn't a political yeah, issue at all. It's um, been turned into one somehow. And and again, you the, the, you know the, the, there's an argument that you know that it needs to be put forward to a court and it needs to be investigated by the police and also they are doing that. internally investigated by the BBC. It's internally investigated by Channel Four. Mm -hmm. I think the production crew who make Big Brother um, uh, at the time they're not Endemol anymore. They're known by another name, but okay. they're yet yeah, but they're now doing an internal investigation too. So yes, of course, there's there's a there's a there's a route for us to kind of go down and you know and whether rightly or wrongly russell brand is being very quiet he's not putting out any information people are just far too quick to kind of like straight away go down the the route of well as you say russell brand he does this mega star this very famous person who's got eight million anti-establishment so how can yeah he he he, he agrees with what i think mm -hmm. so clearly he must be in the right and that's that's wrong oh, silly um parlez me and tori says Go back to page one and read the room again. If you still fight it, feel like this, then try again. Is that to Beverly then? Yes, it is. Poor Bev. Um, and you know things are going wrong because Michael Fabricant, MP. Oh, is that the guy with the crazy wing? wing? Yep. He's, you know, if he's going against you and Andrew... This is what I mean. This is your black and white argument. It's never, it's never black and white. There's grey area everywhere. He's not apologising. He says, in this country, we are all innocent till, till we are proven guilty but a journalist calling someone a hero when you are unaware of any of the facts andrew pierce is right to call you out on this so well, there you go there you go i, I mean, think funny enough michael fabrican has actually summed up my point which is the mm -hmm. fact that yes obviously there's due process here but at the same time you shouldn't just no. lean your one way or the other and if you were let's be honest if you were going to be more sympathetic which you should be more sympathetic then perhaps <laughs> you should look and see the uh the women who are the who have uh, brought these stories forward because they are horrific stories as exactly. well. Just one sentence before we move on to the next one. GB News are not investigating the allegations against Dan Wooten. Oh, that's all you need to know about uh, GB News. Yeah, there, there you go. And there, there's there's real claims against him. There are many, there. many, many huge claims about him. <laughs> so well done, GB News. Good, good job. Mm. I think it even the, uh, again the Daily Mail have shown that they're in a higher standing than GB News because they have sacked yes, they, Dan Wooten. They put him on hold. It says something. It's breaking news. It's fast happening. So it goes to show that like what GB Jarrell anyway. Yeah. GB anyway news. so next one. Rishi Dishy Rishi he was mm. once known um, has changed the green energy plans and he's posted a post of um, five things that he's he's dropping so um, do you want us to know what these five well, I know are. what the five things are because I've seen these myself. Okay. Um, so I can, you know, I can go through them with you if you, yeah. if you like us to. But I'd like to also point out that Rishi 
constantly said throughout his speech that he was doing it because he didn't want to the the good in British people to pay for anything that is unnecessary when there's to when budgets are already tight you know not kind of explaining that the reason for the budgets being so tight is because of his government and also Mr Rishi your 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 likelihood to give out contracts to friends of yours you know the oil contracts. family friends <laughs> yeah your did... wife's your wife's crash services for instance so did you see as well um, Camp, a yeah. Tory MP um, spoke out against this and Cammy Bednock was doing the rounds and she said that they shouldn't listen to him the one who was going, saying against this because he's too rich so he's out of touch so he... and it's like um excuse me pot kettle have you Rishi Sunak billionaire but he's no 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 he's in touch with the people he's got a lot of money but he's not as rich as his wife and every day you can tell that hurts him mm. just a little bit inside Inside, Rishi feels a little bit sad. Anyway, um, so we're going to go so through these he, and debunk. So he said, so basically, his bill that he, where he wants to drop our targets for uh, net being zero. net zero by twenty thirty, and he wants to increase it to twenty thirty five, mm-hmm. and he wants to change the law. No, he doesn't. He's not changed that. He says that we will still be able to reach it, but he also wants to change the law about um, buying battery powered. You won't, you won't be able to buy petrol or diesel cars from a certain date, but he's extended yeah, that, that date five, five years. years yeah. Okay. And he said the reason for all this is happening and it's helping the people is because it's also now uh, cancelling taxes on eating meat, which is... I scrapped it. <laughs> which is bullshit. Absolutely. These bullshit. things speech were... So yeah, it was um, eating meat. What else was He's there? put taxes on eating meat. He says that's scrapped. That's scrapped. <laughs> Never going to happen. New taxes it. on discour- uh, discouraging flying. Never was going to happen. I scrapped it. I scrapped it. Okay. Uh, sorting your rubbish into seven different bins. I scrapped it. Yeah, good man, good man. Bullshit, but good man. Uh, compulsory, compulsory car sharing. I scrapped it. How are they ever going to enforce that law? Like, were the police going to knock on every door and just make sure, like, oh, if you're sharing a car today, sir? I know, but the most frustrating thing about these things is that none of them existed. That's what I'm saying. This is all, this is all bullshit. I know. It's all crap. So, seven bins. The Department of Environment, uh, Food, Rural Areas later said this was never the case that seven bins would be needed by a household. So they've debunked that. They think mm. that's not a thing. Meat and flying. So meat and flight taxes are not conservative proposals. Instead, they're a recommendation from the Climate Change Committee, an independent body that has absolutely no powers in getting things to law. So that doesn't exist. Yeah, more Car sharing. This is encouraged by the Tories for the past few years to do it for work. And it is a recommendation again from the Climate Change Committee. Um, and it's... They set up as part of the Climate Change Act to advise the UK on tackling the issue. But it's not compulsory. It never was government policy and it never will be. Well, regulation is the same as when Boris used mm. to say about wearing a mask. It was never, well, no, it was law, wasn't it? But there was like other things. Yeah. And it's like recommendation, but never law. It's such an awful, it's just such a stupid speech. I scrapped it. So uh, <laughs> well, it's, he scrapped it, but you're scrapping things that didn't exist just to well, make like yourself you, look better. You turned to me when we saw this on the news that evening and you said, oh, I don't understand why is he doing it? And it's like, it's obvious why he's doing it. There's a general election coming and he knows that his voting voter base, mm-hmm. the absolute hardcore voter base that are Tories, mm-hmm. the ones that 
unlikely to deviate from Tories, but need, just need that little bit of confirmation that it's okay to vote Conservative. We'll hear those things. We'll hear these things and think, yep, that's for me. It's like their phrases and pluck them back onto then. It's like the, um, you know, if you leave the EU, you'll get straight bananas. It's that mm. thing, isn't it? It's like, okay. So um, comments then. Pastor Alex says, so to be absolutely clear, you are stopping things that aren't actually even things. Um, John Hayward said, ladies and gentlemen, the prime minister who promised integrity and accountability is have is now being fact checked by Twitter. <laughs> Do you remember when um, during the last general election, the Conservative Party changed their Twitter handle to fact check yes, UK? Did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they <laughs> that was so terrible. And they claimed to be like basically they fact checked all the um, manifestos and what the Tories were saying. And obviously every single Tory manifesto thing was, it was going to happen. It was within budget. It could be done. Yeah. Fact check. Fact check UK. <laughs> but if it was Labour's or the Green Party's or the Lib Dems, like every single one of them was like, deep, I was like, we're debunking this right now. This is wrong. And then, then literally so, like two days later, like all the press found out, it was like, that's actually the Conservative Party. Mm. And again, no apology. Mm. They just said, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. <laughs> Don't need to apologise anymore. Whoops-a-daisy. So last headline then um, is that Elon Musk, our great overlord, <laughs> he is toying with the possibility of charging every single user of X slash Twitter mm. in an attempt to get rid of all bots. Because he didn't like bots on Twitter. That was his thing when he was buying it, wasn't he? When he tried to get out of buying it, he said, unless you can tell me the exact number of bots, I won't buy it. But he still had to buy it. Um, the illegal came in didn't it so he's saying that basically the only way that he can work out in his mind to stop bots is putting a paywall for every single user because it will mean that every person who buys a bot will have to have well, yeah they'd have to have a payment and, so no, and have no to have its own payment uh, system as well so if you had like 10 bots you'd have to have 10 different credit cards that would pay for x premium or whatever this that, and the other um yeah just flawed logic yet again from elon musk it's it, it's more and more we're seeing that basically elon musk has somehow fallen his way into this privilege that he's got himself into um the, you know he's he's just been very he's been luckily falling up rather than falling backward you know where most people would be like losing every time to the house he seems to be always winning um, a bit like Russell Brand, you could argue with the way his career kind of built and built and built mm -hmm. until we got to Hollywood and then crumbled. Um, but I say crumble, he's done well. But um, yeah, it's just it's just nuts to what he's done to slowly destroy Twitter bit by bit by bit by bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there he it's he's he's very honest and open that he wanted to turn Twitter into a clone of what China have, which is WeChat which is an app that encompasses everything. Yeah. But you have to remember that China is a very different country to uh, a lot of the Western countries that use Twitter. As in, you know, they're not uh, they're not run... WeChat is, is government-owned, essentially, and so everything is run by that one chat mm -hmm. through the government. Well, this is private enterprise. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you, you know, to, to say that you can have social media and you can do all your payments on it or and you can buy your flights yeah, and, and you shop, do that on yeah. it and you can do your shopping, it's not going to happen because, mm -hmm. it, you know, there's not a market for that. There's no market for that in, in the social media world or the, the internet world. Mm. I mean, he's just nuts for taking Twitter, which has, like, become, like... Iconic. Google it. It's tweet it mm. you know what i mean it's like it's become a word that could be in a dictionary it's like and that's like a brand that everyone would die for and he just changes it to x um and there was a oh. user on reddit says uh user uh i hate to choose for nick um says 
you can't even search for Twitter on Google now. Have you ever tried to Google X? Half the results has nothing to do with Twitter, and the first result is a movie. That's a Vin Diesel movie, I think. Was that Triple X? Don't Google that. Um, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, so how do you search, or why is X such a bad rebrand? Because it's not... Well, first of all, it doesn't mean it. X means nothing. It's, yeah. it's, it's void. It means something in, like, some kind of culture that he's obsessed with. He has always been obsessed with, with the letter X. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote book... off of PayPal, didn't he? Yes. So mm-hmm. he wanted to call PayPal X.com. And they said, no, that's stupid. What's that got to do with anything and anything? Um, and so he bought the web domain X.com. He's, he owns that domain to this day. Mm-hmm. And for, for, for years and years and years and years, all he ha- if you put X.com on the internet, it would just come up with a, a website with a little X in the court, in the centre of the page. He's, he's owned it for years. Um, he's just obsessed with that letter. Absolutely obsessed. Oh. I really want to read. I wasn't that interested in it until I found out that it had actually been written by a ghostwriter, Walter Isaacson. But there's a book that just come out, which is a kind of autobiography about Elon Musk. But it's kind of, as I say, it's not written as if like favorably toward Elon Musk, but it's written like through like a, a set of interviews by Walter Isaacson. And he's done a okay. bit of research. He's he did Steve Jobs' uh, autobiography as well. After Steve Jobs found out that he did one about Einstein, um, and God. and yeah, how old is this ghostwriter? Well, no, no, he he did he, he also did interviews. <laughs> did unless he did a Ouija board, he was like, oh. Well, it's surprising, like how late in life, like Einstein, it wasn't that long ago. Where you just think he was like ages ago. Yeah, but I don't think he. No, 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 no. I don't think he interviewed him. But but yeah, um, and the writer who wrote that book, um, said that like he, although he didn't agree with everything Steve Jobs did, there was a certain kind of like relaxed charm that you kind of enamored to with him when he was doing the book with elon musk he never felt that and he always felt that there was always kind of like this arrogant distance between him and elon musk he's just a very elon musk just thinks he's really amazing he thinks he's amazing he's got he's he's fallen his way into these businesses because he's had one lucky chance and he Mm. He wants us basically. He wants he's 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 trying to breed as well. He's trying to breed the most intelligent people. That's why he's having all these children. He's he's like he's he's trying to breed the even they have X in their name, didn't they? Originally he Beta, called it X. Exa, yeah. Um so there's a website called businessplus.ie and they've done an article saying like the reasons why rebranding Twitter to X isn't a good idea. Okay. So first of all they say it's general, which we said it's like mm. it doesn't mean, mean anything, nothing. it's a letter. <laughs> um in applications on computers, X means cancel, close, and stop. So this causes confusion. Do you remember when our friend was around and he said his mum looked at the app and it had changed from Twitter to X and she kept trying to click the X because she thought it was to close. She didn't know what it was. Oh, really? She kept clicking it to close like an X on a on a window. It's a really bad logo as well. It is. It's, it's a free a... font, isn't it? I think it's a free font, yeah. And he originally was a black background, but then he changed it to a scratched background mm. to make it a bit more edgy. Isn't it? Christ, that's awful. I saw someone did a mock of what the X logo could look like by kind of merging the Twitter bird to it. And it looks really good. If he did want to go ahead. That, I thought because someone said how about the yeah, I saw that. Mm. Um, it's adult industry, Jason. The letter X has long been associated with adult industry, at least in America, you know. Everywhere. So many people at work will be behind firewalls because of it. Um, it's confusing. <laughs> it goes back to it. It means nothing. Yeah. Uh, you no longer tweet, you post. You don't retweet, you repost. Yeah, why? It's a massive confusion in my Twitter feed about all of this. 
you've dropped a big keyword there. Mm-hmm. Like, again, you say you Google something. Oh, you don't Google it. Like you say that about any search. I'll retweet Google it. Was it a retweet? Mm. Did you see on Twitter? Yeah, I'll tweet that. that. Yeah. I'll tweet that, yeah. Um, X means affection in some places, like here in the UK, XX. Mm. Um, some cultures use multiple X's in emails to indicate love or double kisses. Um, so that's a bit of more confusion. And it's just hard to say in a sentence as well, because you sent me a message, didn't you? And you said, oh, um, I saw it on X. And I mm. thought you said, I saw it on kiss. <laughs> and I was like, what are you saying? I didn't always care. So that was another example of why it just doesn't make any sense. Have you noticed a lot of articles as well, whenever they reference a tweet they always say and on x formally twitter yeah, so every single to. yeah because people don't ref people don't, don't get the reference mm. and um the grand vision um misunderstands what twitter is so musk has the grand vision that you said about turning it into an everything app to run your life we like wechat in china the problem is that twitter isn't that was never going to be that and it isn't why the users go to the website so and no. brand and brand not brand recognition recognition people mm. knew it it's not just to be so yeah it was just ridiculous well, i mean goodness me so, so yeah. silly the one, one thing i do want to talk to you about is um i saw that uh well, this poor guy basically there's a radio station in the uk called lbc it's a kind of talk radio station and uh this guy phoned up um sheila fogarty um who is a presenter on there um and basically said that he was having an argument with his wife about immigration about uganda and uh he found out that his wife i don't know how long they'd been married for but he found out his wife had been voted voting conservative the whole time they've been together and he is a staunch labor supporter um let's listen to the phone call uh the conversation a clip of it a political element broke your marriage up david is that right Oh yeah, that's yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, thanks for taking me call. Yeah, what happened? Um, well, it, she made a fool of me for all of our married life, really. Go on. Because, well, because I've always been compassionate and caring about people, and I thought she was the same. And it transpired after a big row we had over refugees and Rwandan stuff that she said she's she's always voted conservative, and it's. It's disgusting, really, isn't it? Well, I mean, I think it was unfair for Sheila Fogarty to like laugh at him for that because I, I get where he's coming. Maybe from she was there. just not expecting him to say that. Mm. That's all right. But to divorce them, to break up with someone and then divorce them over political which would, would you? I mean, it's one thing to be in a relationship with someone who's got a different political view mm-hmm. than to be friends with someone who's got a different political view. You're going to always be in an environment where people are going to have a different view to you. If you, I mean, if you're in a work environment, for instance, so these people you don't see outside of when you're at work. And that's the most difficult. <laughs> Do you find that most difficult? I find that most easiest because I just nod and agree. I just, I inside, I'm mm. thinking, well, I don't agree with you. I don't, but I don't care enough to like. Yeah, but out of work, you can it. choose never to see that person again. But in work, like even if they're. Yeah, but even in work, like you can just yeah, choose to. Uh, it depends what work. Yeah, you, can, you don't have to defend it. I mean, there's been times when there's, there's someone's gone on and on and on about something to a point where I've just been like, no, okay, I've had enough. This stop this now. But I think with a with with someone you're close with, someone who's a friend, surely you can see past that and you can kind of have a conversation again. This goes back to like, can two people not have different political views? Well, that's the thing. I thought, like, you know. Five, seven years ago, I guess maybe it was, but I think it's more difficult now because everything's so, like, yes or no. Mm. I think it's, like, I don't know if I'd be able to trust someone who was uh, voting 
opposite way to me because I'd be like, well, if you, if you, because um, I think my mum said this about her friend once and she said, oh, she's a real strict Tory, but it's fine. We just don't talk about it. And I was like, no, because I'd be thinking if you vote Tory, then you, you think this, this, you know, you think, mm. you, do you agree with all of what they're saying or none? I suppose it's my fault for looking at black and white, but that's how I would see it. And I'd mm. be like, well, that means you think this. He's seen that, and I don't think any of those things. Thing is, though, that that guy said, like, you know, he's a Labour voter. Um, he's compassionate. He's this, which is lovely. He's absolutely brilliant. You know, nice values to have. Mm. But there is obviously there's some Labour voters, some left people who might be slightly further to the left. Like there are people who are slightly further to the right. A conservative is kind of just generally painted right now, perhaps because they've been in power for such a long time, yeah. as being anti-immigration racist homophobic transphobic you know this and the other when actually not all tories are that way it's probably like the last sort of year like the since it's been where it's been dragged through yeah and it's they you know they've they've run out of talent and like they're just left with like yeah and they're desperately scrambling to try to stay in power and they're using any means possible you know culture wars are now being thrown left right Mm -hmm. and center you know they're doing it now with this whole environmental thing they're they're throwing the green culture war toward us now, saying like, oh, these young people, oh, they should know better. You know, we need oil to do this and the other. Mm. You know, but there is very people, there are people in the Labour, the left side, who are very strongly viewed who also might be anti-immigration. There are a lot of people in the Labour Party who actually voted leaving the EU. Mm. That's that's not just, you know, that, that, that's not, they're not, but people, again, have associated leaving the EU with the Tories, but actually... I would imagine there's just as many people who were in Labour voters who felt the same way. Jeremy Corbyn, I think, famously felt he wanted to leave the EU, yeah, he was, which is why his opinion was very... He, whenever it was got brought up, he would kind of just swerve the subject mm-hmm. along. You know, there's a lot of things I agreed with what Jeremy Corbyn wanted to do, but there's a lot of things I also don't think he was right in thinking. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't want to have a conversation and be friends or even is date Jeremy Corbyn. I'd love to date Jeremy Corbyn to his little beard. It'd be divorce. very sexy. I'd have a great time. That's weird for us. It should, you know, that was a divorce. Was that the only issue in that marriage? I do want That's her. a good point. Was she doing it just to sort of be like, ha ha, you annoyed me for like years. I'm a Tory. <laughs> I'm going to vote just to have my little bit of, you know, I think Sheila says later on, you can't tell her how to vote. No, of course not. So, but then he obviously felt he like... he thought that she was a Labour supporter, I guess. Yeah. Must so, have felt that way God for a long time. Like they were um, in that marriage. I mean, famously, you know, you voted to leave the EU, didn't you? Did I? Because <laughs> I kept asking you, like, when we after we did the EU vote, I kept asking you, like, you know, what did you vote? And you wouldn't tell me. Tell me, yeah. Mm. That's because it's funny to annoy you. Well, it doesn't annoy me anymore. Sure. Hence <laughs> why I brought it up again. Um, but, um, yeah, there was a few comments, uh, because I found this clip on TikTok and there was a few comments on TikTok, um, that, uh, I've wanted to bring up. Um, first of all, Kids Face 3 said, I'm with David on this one. If my partner went and voted Tory, it would become apparent to me that we had nothing in common. That's, but use what it is. That's the trouble. That's what I mean. Like five years ago, maybe not, but now everything is so black or white that it's probably kind of true. But do you, is, is your whole, is no your new whole personality just based on your political view nowadays? Well, that's the thing, like the Russell Brand thing, like that's got nothing to do with political, but it's become, if you're on the right, you're supporting him. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, so it's like, so if someone comes in and says, oh, I voted Tory, it's like, oh, so you're on the side of conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? It's like this long list that suddenly becomes that you're part of. So, um, so that's the media. If you look back like 20 years ago, 
and someone who was like 18, 19 or whatever, they, they, people had no, people didn't care about politics. It was like, it was always just done in the background. I think social media has helped with that though. Yeah. Helped or hindered? Both. I think it's helped get to an audience that we wouldn't have cared before. That's true. Sometimes you had to, you had and to you find And you get a better source as well, rather than just yeah. murder. The law papers are Bless him. R.I.P. Singh. Yeah, yeah, he sold his retired skate. He hasn't sold it at all. He's still doing parts. Mm. He's still got his finger in the pie, mm. which reminds me, we have to finish watching Succession. Uh, David Hopkins said, probably because people are incapable of having a normal discussion about politics and it inev- inevitably becomes insult and who can shout the loudest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cl- K- Kieran, sorry, Kieran says, if you're not going to hear them out, if you can't have a political conversation with your partner without kicking off, then maybe you're the issue. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was. Yes. And then uh, Butt Church activist, the Butt Church, said, uh, dated someone who, when drunk, told me he actually voted for Brexit, Brexit and is a Tory, but pretended to be a <laughs> socialist to make me like him. Melty emoji face. <laughs> what a hunk. I know. I mean, again, would you lie your political views if you like someone? Did, did she lie all this time because she loved him so much? And then just this one heated conversation <laughs> caused her to kind of break. I mean, gay Tories are the worst. We have said that for a long time. <laughs> Again, that's unfair. No, they're the worst. Why specifically Darren gay Grimes? Tories? I dated a gay Tory. Exactly. I'm not going to say his name. Don't you say his name either. But um, I found out a few years later, didn't I, that he was a very... See, again, there you go. That's a point. When I first met him, I was 19. Mm. Very young. Didn't even Very young. your mind. But we didn't talk about that kind of stuff. Mm. And then because we broke up amicably... Because I'm good at breaking up amicably. Um, I kept friends friends with him. And as time went on and on and on, I discovered Mark that he was... Slips. Yeah, he was more and more of a Tory. A really, he's a really vicious one as well. Yeah. And now so I say gay Tory. <laughs> and the worst. It's unfair. I scrapped it. Yes. Um, as I say, if any of you are watching, if you're watching us on YouTube, on through Band Productions on our YouTube channel... Or indeed, if uh, you're listening to us on any of your favorite podcast chat uh, apps, once again, touch with us and comment on what we talked about today or have something you'd like us to talk about, then go to our, our ex, formerly Twitter, <laughs> at comment below, Instagram, at comment below underscore pod, or email comment below pod at gmail.com. And as I say, if you are watching us on YouTube, you can also comment below. That's right. So we end every episode of Comment Below with a Facebook mum post of the week which is usually a bit of text, some clip art, and a broken heart emoji. So we'll use this one this week, and we will see you again next week. So remember this, everyone. We have two ears and one mouth, so that we can listen twice as much as we speak. <laughs>